I'm Dr. Matt Maggio, and this is the Soft Tissue Practice Revolution, the podcast made for any practitioner that specializes in advanced soft tissue treatment methods, clearly the superior form of all conservative musculoskeletal care, as all other treatment methods lack long-term and effective results. Those that know they were sold lies and false promises in school, those that spend the extra time, energy, and money to invest in becoming the best soft tissue specialist in the entire world, those that truly want to help those in pain stay far away from the horrible fate of pain pills, injections, and surgeries. Those that want to bring back ethics, honesty, and integrity to healthcare and would never scam or rip off a patient who truly needs help. We are the true soft tissue specialists, clearly the most important conservative care practitioners out there and always will be. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Soft Tissue Revolution. I'm Dr. Matt Maggio, and I am the founder and creator of The Revolution. Up today, episode 51, this is another one of our great coaching calls with one of our clients down under. Um, his name is Chris. He's in Cairo school right now. He's also a massage therapist. And in the idea of saving some time, what we did was he actually sent me the questions to answer, and I'm going to answer them on here as well because a lot of times our conversations go longer, you know, 30, 40 minutes, and a lot of people don't have time to digest all of these nuggets and everything like that. So what we wanted to do today was he asked me three questions, and I'm going to give my take and my spin on it as well. So let's get right into it. Chris's first question today is the impact of systemic inflammation on chronic injuries. What are your thoughts on the correlation between generalized inflammation from life, lifestyle, i.e. diet, obesity, and how this plays out with someone with chronic musculoskeletal dysfunction? If a patient has long-term exposure to inflammatory lifestyle choices, is he or she likely to have a poor outcome or just take, take longer to respond to treatment? So... Early in my career and probably all the way up until, shit, what is it? Probably up until like mid-2017, I fell under the guidance and the idea that everything has to be a tissue problem. It has to relate back directly to the tissue. I mean, we're, th we're soft tissue specialists. That's what we do. We treat the tissue. And if we fix the tissue, everything is going to be good. And what I started to find out was more and more that people weren't responding as well to care as I wanted to. And I was really struggling. I was like, the range of motion's better, the tissue feels healthier, yet they're still in pain. What else is going on there? And as I really started to dive into my own health and wellness, my own body, my own injuries, I really started to respect the idea of the role of inflammation, you know, what it does. You know, inflammation is that giant elephant in the room. It's that thing that can really put a what's the word I'm thinking of? It can really put a problem in the treatment process. And a lot of us just aren't even addressing it or looking at it. You know, and it is such a huge problem, especially in our society, you know, with people that are sedentary, they're stressed, they eat like shit, they're not moving, they're overweight. Inflammation has to be one of the things that's up there on your diagnosis. And in some cases, it might be number one in what's called your differential diagnosis. For me, I used to just put the... One of the problems was a tissue problem, usually that was scar tissue weakness um, or something like that. And then the next problem was usually like a degenerative component, you know, a problem like a muscle tear, a disc injury, a joint problem and stuff like that. And I was totally disregarding inflammation. As I started learning myself, because I was getting better, I was moving better, I was getting the tissue cleaned up, but I was still having a lot of pain. 
Then I really started to get into the idea of like the component of diet and exercise. Not as much exercise, more just diet and what role food played and on the inflammatory process. And I was like, why? I was looking, I went back and, you know, examined cases that did well and cases that didn't do well. And what I always came back to was there was an inflammation process that I didn't address. It was crazy for me, like the people that tend to do the best with the care were the ones that I thought were going to be the biggest problem. Usually the people that were like doing CrossFit or they were really active, like overly active to the point where they almost had an addiction to their exercise and everything like that. But what I found was they actually ended up doing way better long term. The big, the big problem I had to fight in the beginning was just getting them to decrease their load. And that's hard to do with people that are, you know, addicted to exercise. But what I found is they eat right, they take care of their bodies, they supplement, they do a lot of things. So their inflammatory markers were a lot less. And now I started to kind of put it all together. I'm like, man, inflammation plays a huge role in it. And a lot of us are just totally disregarding it because we don't understand it. We're not really taught at school how to do things. We're just given some basic diet and exercise advice, but that is a huge component that you have to figure out. And a lot of times if a person comes in, say they're overweight, say they're really inflamed, say they're obese, say they have problems, you're actually doing them a disservice if you actually start right away with with the treatment. Like say someone comes in and they're 50 pounds overweight and their knee hurts and you're like, well, I'm going to start treating your knee. You're not doing them any good. What they need to do first is they need to lose that 20, 30 pounds to get started on the treatment because you could do all the treatment in the world, but if they're continuing to overload it, they're inflamed and they're having bigger and bigger problems with it, it's not going to get any better. And we tend to, as soft tissue specialists, totally downplay the role of inflammation, but a lot of times it needs to be front and center. So a lot of times people that are struggling with cases, like he asked here, are they more likely to have a poor outcome? Yeah, they're going to have a way bigger problem with the outcome. And a lot of times is we don't want to address it. And People know they're fat. They know they're out of shape. They know they need to move better. They know they need to eat better. And if you kind of just sidestep it as a practitioner and don't address it directly, you're doing them a disservice too. We tend to worry so much about like how the person's going to perceive us, what they say. We don't want to piss them off. We don't want to do that. But the thing is, nobody's being real to them and no one's really helping them. So you have to address the inflammatory component. And it is part of actually what goes on in my own clinic and what I teach other clinics too is we address the inflammation process through specific supplementation. For us, we like to really mega dose with a fish oil and a high-grade turmeric. That really helps that. But it's just more like lifestyle things too, like making sure that they're getting up and walking, how to breathe better, how to make better food choices and stuff like that. And you know what? It's a lot of work to do that. And the thing is, a lot of people don't want to do that. They just want to continue to just do the treatment. I'm saying people that don't want to do it, are the practitioners they just want to do the treatment but then these people aren't doing well so essentially what we do in my office is we roll it into a whole entire process where it's included in what we do it allows people to stay more accountable we have way better outcomes and people are having less inflammation because if you don't address the inflammation you're that patient's screwed they're not going to get any better and what happens is they're going to go somewhere else and no one's going to address it as well and before you know it it's going to get a lot worse so inflammation is such a big problem for everybody, specifically people that are coming into your office that are sedentary and not moving. You're going to see big changes if you actually address the inflammation component and it's part of your thought process. Don't go in with blinders like we do as soft tissue specialists. We always just go, 
oh, I'm just going to treat the tissue and that's it and hope and pray. And then when these cases blow up, you really don't know why. You do know why because the inflammation's there and you totally downplayed it. And it's an important component. So question two, let me get a sip of water here. Is there a place to be offering a, in quotes, money back guarantee in a sales campaign? I think we have talked about a clause within the case fee arrangement where a patient doesn't respond, that doesn't respond to treatment will get back a portion of their fee, but should we ever suggest a money back deal that is more along the lines of, we're so confident in all in our services that we'll refund your initial consult fee if you're not happy. Could this be a good sales tool or just asking for problems. I heard this pitch elsewhere differently in a different market and wonder if there's any carry over here. So this goes right back down to the idea of that people just have no trust for what's out there, specifically in the musculoskeletal world. There's so much nonsense and bullshit out there. You know, all these false claims, all these things, you know, we're going to magically fix you. You're going to have surgery. You'll be good to go. Stem cells are going to fix everything. Just take this pill and you're going to be there. None of it's there. None of those places even put a guarantee on it. There's no results guarantee. There's no satisfaction guarantee. And then us as soft tissue practitioners who are the best in the world at what we do, we are actually making a change in the tissue. We're making things better. And we end up getting shit on more than anyone else. You don't see the guy who had the bad surgery going back to the surgeon and being like, hey, man, you know, I want my money back because you actually messed me up and jacked me up more. Or the same thing with stem cells. Be like, hey, you said these stem cells are going to be great and they don't work. So anything that doesn't have some type of guarantee behind it is a big problem. Now, when you get into the results guarantee, this is a whole different level of issues and problems. In my office, we do a results guarantee and a satisfaction guarantee. But we also, in our office, hold patients accountable on what's called a code of conduct. So basically, it's just like you got to follow the advice. You got to be on time for appointments. You got to take your supplements. You got to do the exercise. You got to do this. And as long as you follow the program and you do what it is, we guarantee you're going to get the results that we tell you. But usually what happens is people end up getting, it's a three-strike system. So essentially, as they mess up and they don't do the things that they're supposed to, like you told them to go for a walk and they run a marathon, that's a strike. They don't take their supplements. That's a strike. And usually what happens is the people that fail with care are the ones that don't follow the program. So results guarantee is tricky, especially in musculoskeletal stuff. But if you have specific measurements and tests and outcomes and pictures where you can show them, the, them that they're better, that does make a big difference. But that one's a little more tricky. Now, one to add in is called the satisfaction guarantee. You know, this one I like to do because it's very, it, on the surface, it seems like a, you know, really easy, but for the patient, you know, and it helps them, especially when they're cold, like cold means they don't really know you. They're not really sure on the process. And our satisfaction guarantees is you're just going to get the highest level of service throughout this entire process. If you don't think that you got that level of service then you let us know, and we will give you your money back. They're still under the, the cadence of the three strike system. They're still under that part of that as well. But the satisfaction guarantee means basically we're just going to give you really good service. And you know what? You should do that. You should give them high level of service and you should be providing that as a, as a practitioner, as a specialist in what you do. Now, what it does do, you know, there's going to be those times and I've had to do this. I've had to refund, I think over, over three years, we refunded two people back and I knew straight up going into it that I probably shouldn't have taken them on as a case, but I did. So I did give my money back. But what we do now, and we've learned from that, 
The patient can't just like call or text in or send an email and say, I want my money back. What they actually have to do is tell you why they're invoking the satisfaction guarantee clause. And they have to come in in person and have a real conversation and sit down face to face. And people aren't going to be willing to do that. They're not going to be willing to have conflict with you. And honestly, it's really hard from human nature for people to sit in there and go, hey, I know you paid me money. I know you're working really hard. I paid you money. We're working really hard and all this, but I think you're an asshole and I want my money back. Most people aren't going to do that. And if they're willing to do that, you can sit down and have a real conversation with them, with data in front of them and be like, hey, here's why the things didn't work. You know, you blew off appointments for two weeks. You did this, you did this, you did this. So now you just have a conversation back and forth. And if they still want to be an asshole about it, then you know what? Give them money and good riddance because you don't want that type of mojo and muju or juju or whatever they say going forward. You don't want that kind of karma. So the satisfaction one's really good because it makes them feel better. Like, hey, we got a full satisfaction guarantee. You're going to get the highest level of service possible. If you don't think that you got that, you let me know. We'll refund your money back. It just makes people feel better when they're committing to care and stuff like that because what I really push people towards and the clients that I work with is having patients pay for all their care up front. Um, you can do it in a package. You can do it in a case. You can do that. But what it does is gets patients accountable because you got to get away from the one-off visits. Like the patient's like, all right, I'll pay you as I go. That's a whole different beast and it really doesn't set the patient up for success or the doctor. So this is going into the idea if you're doing a case or you're just selling packages up front because you need that patient to commit. You need them to do anywhere from eight to 20 visits committed up front. And the thing is, if people are going to commit money, they want to know that there's a guarantee and the satisfaction guarantee works awesome. The results guarantee works when you have functional-based testing that you can do. I'm going to be having that rolled out here soon and I'm going to be sharing it with the whole world where you can essentially have pre and post tests to show if you're making results. And I recorded that information for the neck, the shoulder, the thoracic spine, the lumbar spine, the hips, the shoulder, I think I said the shoulder, the knee, and I'm going to be giving that out to all soft tissue practitioners throughout the world for free, no strings attached because I want you to have better outcomes so we can put an end to this goddamn pain pill epidemic that is making things worse. So yes, satisfaction guarantee is the way to go. Last question, rolling along. When making the decision to bring on staff, perhaps a new practitioner to help scale the business, what is a good starting point to find the right person, assuming that you need to start from scratch? So we all mess up in hiring and we just really try to fulfill a need instead of finding the person that's actually believes in what we do. So one thing that I've learned over the years is you must hire people that are true believers. They believe in your mission. And if you haven't written a mission, go back to one of the older episodes, client-centric mission, and write that today. It's going to make a huge difference. They have to believe in what you do. They have to be a true believer. And the only people I honestly find that are true believers are people that were patients before, people that have experienced the care. They paid money to come in. They understand what you're doing, and they can communicate it back and forth to your potential patients about what's going on, what to expect, and everything like that. Because at the end of the day, people that call in and they're having problems, they're having issues, they want to have social proof. So... You can still work this around with your staff now if you have staff. You could turn it around and you could say, hey, I'm going to start treating you right now so you can experience that. If you're not treating your staff, you're missing out and you're actually doing your future patients a disservice as well because they need to be able to communicate to the patient what's going on. Yeah, you as a practitioner are going to be like, oh, it's great, but it doesn't really matter. So when you're hiring someone, make them a true believer. They have to believe in the mission. They have to believe in the purpose. They have to believe in what's going on and knowing that you are there to help. And the only way they usually do that for me is their former patients that have been exposed to the care 
had good results and they can communicate that effectively because at the end of the day, people want to have social proof. They can look at your reviews, they can do all that, but when they physically and specifically talk to someone who you helped that came and worked for you because you did so well, it goes through the roof. So always, 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 always hire true believers. So that's it for the questions today. I really appreciate Chris sending these forward. I just enjoy doing this podcast. It's been a great thing for me. I've shared a lot of information with a lot of people. And we got big things coming, big impact we're going to make. We're going to help people become better versions of themselves as practitioners so they can give people the care that they truly need, give them the results that they need so they can avoid bigger problems on the road like pain pills, injections, and surgeries, and even death. And on the back end of that, what we're going to be able to do is get the life and practice that we deserve because we are changing the world. We're not just doing a bunch of bullshit and nonsense. So be on the lookout here very soon for this all to be finished. I made a fancy little website. It's called softtissuerevolution.com. It's going to be a free site where you can go in and you can see common diagnosis. You can see advanced testing, advanced palpation, and really help you hone in your skills, your palpation, so you can get better results. And the patient knows they're doing better as well. Instead of this subjective stuff of like, hey, how do you feel? It goes, hey, here's how you feel and I know you're better because here's my pre-test and my post-test and that held up in between treatments. So we are making great progress. Patient gets a better perception of the care. They stick stick around longer. They tell all their friends and family about you and you have a practice that everybody raves about and you're fixing people that other people can't. So I know it's a tall order, but it's something that's going to be life-changing, game-changing and impactful in this mess that is the musculoskeletal world. So as always, I appreciate you guys listening to the podcast, the downloads, send me questions, any information you want me to share. And then we will see you guys on the next episode, episode 52. I think what I'm going to talk about on this next episode is who's in control of the practice. You are your patients. It's going to hit people in some places that they need to get hit, give some good information and really set the record straight. So Click the link in the bio, head over to the Facebook page, answer the questions. A lot of people are lazy and don't want to answer the questions. If you're that lazy, you can't do it. You're not going to get access to the free stuff that I'm going to be giving. Click the link, answer the questions, become part of the soft tissue revolution, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Bye.